Oh my god, it's Tamer. Frank. Shorty bad, she a knockout. After squaring up in bed, I bet you she gon' knock out. Shorty cold like she from Moscow. If I die, I die in that thing. It's a knockout. Knockout. Shorty bad, she got that knockout. I want her right now. We might not make it to my What up, though? Episode 185 of the iHeartMiko podcast. I am Miko Grimes. This is another edition of my football and friends episodes where I have my friends on to challenge me as a sports reporter, and they also can learn what I do on my podcast. And so it's just a good way for us to argue in front of strangers since we always do it on social media or our text messages or our group chats. So if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. This is more of a sports talk show format where we kind of actually try to stay on target and on subject and move in a timely manner. So being that this is the I have someone who I know is going to fuck it up. Agent Francis is on today. Frank, what's up? Frank. Chilling, you know what I'm saying? I, uh... Just got done running some errands, had to go to the bank. I tried to open up a bank account at Wells Fargo, but I was depositing a nice size check. And they're going to say, it's going to take 10 business days. So they clearly don't want my money. So I went to a different bank. <laughs> Lit. Uh, AJ, uh, I know you had a second hey, dropped on You told how to bump people problem, AJ. Look at Omar. Inter- you see what I'm saying? This is my show, Omar. Shut up when I'm talking, all right? All right. Let me do my goddamn introductions. Now, AJ, you just yeah. like an album on Saturday. Yes, I did. My sophomore album, The Double XL Acclaimed Free Agent, has almost 200,000 streams in the first, like, four days, five days. Um, I could have never imagined that this shit was going to do as well as that. Um, I am forever grateful. It's crazy because, like, I know I got fans, and I know that I make good music, but for the longest time, it felt like I was the only one that knew. And now, it's like very well known, and the album is crazy. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's called Free Agent. It's on all platforms, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube Music, everywhere. You can listen to music, it's there. Check it out. Um, I'm just very excited for the next few months now. Yes, congratulations. I have to say that I was one of the people that could not wait to flame brawl you when you failed as a rapper. <laughs> like, I used to tell Brent, like, oh, I can't Yo, wait to come out, bro. I'm going to roast him when I tell him he is trash as a rapper. And I can't say that. And I keep it a whole buck. You already know that. The shit is lit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying it. And I'm definitely hopping on on one of the tracks. I go tell nobody which one yet. I'm definitely hopping on. <laughs> hopping on to my other guest, Omar Kelly of the South Florida Sun Sentinel, beat writer for the Dumpster Fire in the AFC East. My ex-radio husband and also friend of the show. How are you? And thank you so much for joining me. I'm good. One of the few days off we get in the NFL, coming off a bye week that did not feel much like a bye week. It was a little too early, but, you know, it is what it is. 
Yeah, the bye week early is kind of trash. You don't really feel real because now you got the whole – you got like, what, 12 games now. Written to the finish, 12, 12 straight weeks. So um, we're obviously going to talk about the Dolphins-Redskins game a little bit later, but what I wanted to know, ask you about, I saw an article you wrote recently and you said that the Dolphins – tank situation was actually a good thing because they were able to test out players at different positions. Now, uh, my other guest who's always on with me, Brent Grimes, how would you feel if your team was testing motherfuckers out uh, while you were, you know, risking CTE for 12, for 16 I don't think that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Nobody got time for that shit. You test this shit out like we fucking guinea pigs out here. That's crazy. Omar, what is what has been the reaction to that report? No, nah, players know if they feel like it's bullshit. But the whole seat, this whole season is designed around getting Alabama's Tua Tagovailoa and being bad enough to get him. Now, unfortunately, they're going to be playing one of the critical games where they need to lose to ensure that Washington doesn't have the pick above them. Or you know, I call it Tua Bowl one. Because it's going to be a Tua Bowl two later on in December twenty second against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. They have to lose. Right. It's unfortunate. Um, They're not going to. <laughs> we, like, listen, stay on track, Terry. I know they know how to fuck shit up, but that would fuck shit up. Speaking of fucking shit up, let me segue right quick into Amber Geiger getting only ten years uh, for murdering Botham John. And then her, his brother, the judge, and all these people hugging her after she was sentenced. And uh, Joshua Brown, who was a key witness uh, for the state to testify against the police, uh, Amber Geiger, was murdered on Friday. I know you guys heard about this, right? Um, mm -hmm. what, what people might not know is in November of last year, both of them died was murdered in September, September 6th of 2018. And in November of last year, uh, Joshua Brown was shot at outside of a nightclub. And he said that he feared his life because he, you know, gave the key evidence when uh, the, the crime was taking place about why he felt like uh, Amber Geiger was guilty because she said she was yelling out, let me see your hands, let me see your hands. And um, Joshua, who lives directly across from her, from him, um, testified that he uh, he hears both of them singing in the shower on the regular. That's how thin the walls are, apparently. And he feels like he would have heard her saying, get your hands up, if she was saying that. And so I think that was key evidence of her being um, guilty, which 10 years is still, she she going to get out in about four years. You know, for my Yeah, uh, my, I got family members that did 20 years for uh, drug trafficking, Viol uh, violations of a pro uh, probation. So, 10 years for a murder of somebody in a crib is a little wild. Very disrespectful, in my opinion. And now J Joshua Brown is dead, and the people are speculating that the police may be involved because he has to also testify in the civil lawsuit against the police. Oh, well. So let me give you a little more tea. So he was so afraid the police were, the, uh, the state was telling him that he needed to testify. He was saying no. He was already afraid uh, for his life. And he flew out of town, flew to California while the trial was going on. And the, and the state 
uh, hunted him down and threatened him and said they were going to have him arrested. They were going to come get him to force him to testify. So he flew back, flew right in straight from the airport to the courthouse and testified and was scared as hell, went into the chambers with the judge beforehand to get sworn in because the nigga was so scared and, and frazzled about what he had to say. And then when he got off the stand, they, they, this just came out today. Somebody grabbed camera footage of the judge mumbling, I still can't believe he showed up. <laughs> I mean. And he so dies a couple of days later. He's just murdered right in the same apartment complex in the parking lot. See, like some shit that would be on a, a show, like on an HBO special type show. Like a, and even if that was on the show, I'd be like, this is some bullshit. Right. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I, you know, I don't trust the police. Y'all already know how I feel about that. I don't. And when you take one of theirs down, they come after you. You never know what happened, but all the, all the, the shit pointing to the this is something fishy, something foul afoot. Something fishy you know happening right now. <laughs> they say if you follow the North Star, you go north. <laughs> That's it, bro. Something foul's afoot. That's all I, all I can think of right there. Man. Well, let's switch subject real quick. Lowell Farms. Have you guys ever heard of Lowell Farms? Uh, do they grow integrity? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first cannabis cafe. It's in West Hollywood. Legal. Cannabis Cafe, like actual legal. You can go there. You can hit the bong. You can roll up a day. They got edible. Uh -huh. Like, like Amsterdam shit. Like how the life so, shit fucking so, so, type of shit. So now that means all my cousin's uh, drug charges is expunged for the weed, right? That's we, how it wish. we wish. No, that's not what it means. Ain't that what it be? We wish. No. You know, they should, they should really give weed to black people for reparations. Yeah. We deserve, we deserve weed. Yeah. We should be. And you know that we're the main people that they're trying to stop from getting the licensing and everything to to legally sell it. And well, have I will say this. I can't talk about every other state, but shout out the greatest state in the union, Maryland, because there you literally are incapable of applying to have a grow farm if you don't have someone black as one of the owners of the of the group investment. I hope you are an investor. Right. Did you invest, AJ? Uh, I'm on my way. Hey. Yeah, let this me... Is a, we've had this conversation before, actually. I would like to get in on that, sir. So... <laughs> do I need to become a resident? Because I will. <laughs> Hey, they doing it in Florida. Listen, Florida A&M University has a grant program where they teach you how to grow weed right now. We need, as black people, we need to get on it. We need to seriously get on it and educate ourselves about the growing process and about the distribution process. Right now, I know people who are who are ready to start have business. We invented this year. What you talking about? We just do it illegally. That's all we That's just all. do. We but now we need to get licenses and certifications. We now we need licenses and certifications. And, and, and market. We got all of that, my nigga. We got it all. We just need the clear so we don't get jammed doing it. paperwork. And we need to find, we need to find, uh, whoever, uh, what the name of the dude is. You ever see Narcos Mexico? They were growing that weed in the desert. That's what we need. We need them niggas. The show. Yeah. That, those are experts right there. That's expert. <laughs> we, we probably got you can grow shit in the desert. You can grow shit anywhere. You can do any fucking thing. 
Um, um, next subject, uh, rap beef. AJ, you're a rapper, so I'm definitely going to need your opinion on this. Dame Dollar versus Shaquille O'Neal. Now, it started off with Dame doing an interview, and it's like anything else you do. If you're doing an interview and somebody says to you, like for me, for example, if somebody says, Miko, uh, what do you think of your podcast? It's the best fucking podcast in the world. There's no podcast better. That's different than me saying my podcast is better than so-and-so's podcast. And that's what Dame did. And Shaq took offense, put out a diss track. Dame responded, and Shaq has since responded also. AJ, have you heard the three, the disses, and what is your opinion on them? Yeah, I've heard them. My opinion is neither one of them niggas can see me. Oh, God, I knew you was going to say that, bro. <laughs> that's my opinion. My opinion is neither one of them niggas stand a snowball chance of hell with Frank. And if they want to do something about it, they can that's what my opinion is. My opinion is I'm tired of being compared to them. Everybody say, uh, uh, you a great athlete rapper. Among the athlete rappers, where do you rank? No. Do not compare me to them. I'm better than them. If people on earth people on earth breathing right now that I think if if they wrote a, a, one of their best verses could get me out the way, Eminem we lost AJ. Eminem, yeah. uh, Jordan Lucas, Kendrick, Cole. Cole. That's about it, bro. Like, no, on Jay. Whole, no bro, Jay. Jay. I love Jay. Jay is my favorite rapper of all time. But, but right now, I think I'll body Jay. Ooh, yeah. Like that. Hey, talk your like shit, that. Jay. That's what I'm talking about. Jay is the walking, living, breathing goat. But if you put me on the track with Jay right now, I'm like, I, I learned everything I do from music from Jay, and I'm in my prime. Ooh. So you can watch the throne, Jay, huh? You gonna, you gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm right now, I'm Blueprint Jay. Is there right a in rap though? Like, is there like, can you just not rap anymore? Like, when you're an athlete, your body shuts down. Do your bars? Nah, shut? Jay, Jay, Jay still can rap with pretty much anybody. He's just not the same cat he was 15 years ago, as you can imagine. Like, 15 years, he run out of shit to say. Now he rap about like cool shit, generational wealth, and all that type of shit. But if you come on my track talking about generational wealth, I will body your ass, Jay. Straight like that. Omar, you're a big hip-hop fan. What did you think of the diss tracks? I love Shaq's first video. I mean, the dummy was classic. Having the dummy rap, uh, you know, his bars. To me, I thought that was classic. But then Dane came and bodied him. Um, and since then, I just really haven't paid attention to it. It's just... Shaq responded with a whole lot of "I got more money than you." Uh, I got more. You know what I'm saying that's just that's corny. Yeah, that's corny. Where else yeah. he supposed to go? I was gonna say he's supposed to outwrap him. Come up with punchlines better. Shaq did have Shaq did have some good punchlines, but it's very juvenile. I'll say, like it's yes. not nigger enough. Er. Nah, not even that aspect of it. It's just like you talking about his balls and all that. Like, bro, come on, bro. Like, yeah. like Dame is clearly 
the better rapper out of those two dudes. Like, even on, I mean, I know this don't matter so much in a battle rap, but even on the, the way it sounded, the production, the, the quality of bars, Shaq did have some cool punchlines, some shit. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Damn, it's funny. It's funny more than just straight up bars, but I, Dave was clearly a better rapper than Shaq. My favorite line from clearly that saga, better than both of them niggas. Favorite line from that whole saga was Dame talking about when you get horny, you gotta buy bags. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He yeah. He killed him so many ways though. But Shaq did. did body Dame killing him about losing a certain nigga. Yeah, he killed him too. I feel like as a whole though, Dame showed he was a better rapper. Yeah. And no yeah. just to, to AJ. AJ, you still I I'm taking you in the back. Oh yeah, AJ. Oh yeah. I'm taking you. Right now, I wouldn't, so far, they I, wouldn't speak for itself. I wouldn't mind seeing a you Bobby Fino rap battle. That would be cool. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> His body language, bro. That's I wouldn't all. mind seeing it. You ain't got to say nothing else. AJ, your body language said it all, bro. That's Bruh. it. That's it. Bruh. Stop comparing me to these fucking <laughs> these athlete rappers, bro. He's a good rapper. You guys are completely different rappers. You guys are completely He's good, too. Well, who's he good too? He ain't fucking with me. Anyway, moving on. The NBA is <laughs> God damn it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna go back and forth with AJ. I, AJ, I done gave you props, my nigga. You nice. I fucks with you. You you got bars. Stop it now, god damn it. Um, I'm just saying, my shit just came out and I'm better than all of them. That's all I'm saying. How many times you gonna goddamn say? I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. Anyways, uh, the NBA is back. We ain't going to go too deep into this, but I did want to get into this thing with the Houston Rockets GM. Uh, what's his name? Maury? Daniel Maury or whatever. He tweeted, in, he tweeted in solidarity with the, uh, the protests in Hong Kong who are protesting for freedom of speech and freedom to protest. And, you know, in China, they don't play that shit. Uh, so nope. Heads are going to roll. He tweeted in solidarity with them while they're over in Asia doing all this basketball stuff. And then the Chinese government has snatched all the G League games. They snatching NBA games off TV. They basically, like, fired this nigga. The, the owner of the Rockets has not fired him, said he didn't appreciate what he said, but didn't fire him. The NBA, uh, Silva, the, the uh, commissioner, is – in agreement with uh, Maury saying he has freedom of speech. He can say whatever he wants to say. You know what I'm saying? Maury has not apologized. He did issue a statement. You better not. He issued a statement. People are trying to say it's an apology. No, 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 no. That's not an apology. I read it over multiple times. Ain't no apology in there, big. But you know who did apologize? James Harden with Russell Westbrook. These niggas apologize talking about how much the Chinese uh, do for the NBA and all this stuff. Because the Chinese make all their shoes. Yeah. So is that some, that's some whole shit to me. I'm sorry. Like, you didn't have to do that. Why did you do that? Like, why would you? Basically, if you're apologizing for what he said, you're pretty much saying you're against the protesters and their freedom of speech. And you're a black man. How does that even equate? This is terrible. It's, it's brilliant because it will create a level of awareness amongst Americans and what's going on around the world. We have such a myopic view about what, what we got going on and what's happening here and, and which police officer killed. Like Chinese people are, and they have been protesting for over a year for democracy. And we don't know, we don't care. And that's- uh, South Park told me that 
and this is true, I looked it up afterwards. South Park told me that the reason why Winnie the Pooh is banned in China is because in China there was people posting memes saying that their their leader looks like Winnie the Pooh. So then they said no more Winnie the Pooh for nobody, oh. nigga. Done. Can't nobody watch Pooh and Tigger and Piglet. They out. They out of here. The fuck out of here. They out of here. It's like if somebody said that everybody always likes to joke and say, I look like should. That'd be like if I was the ruler of America. And I was like, you know what? No more death row. I ain't hear none of this shit. No more. Pac, Snoop, Dre, all of them, they out. All of them gone. I ain't listening to this shit no more. Why, why would, did you honestly think that no one spoke to Harden first and told him, like, this is crazy for you to do this? This is almost equivalent to agreeing with Donald Trump? Rockets. No, man, no. You said nobody told him? Yeah, the Rock is asking him to do that. But, but why would they do it? They, you have your own people. The Rockets have their own agenda. You as a black man should understand your, your role in society. I'm thinking of it like that. He's thinking the Rockets pay him over $200 million. Exactly. The, the, the Rockets told him that the Chinese people make them a lot of money, and that's how we get you a lot of money. So can you help do us a solid and try to cover this up? That's what I think. I might Everybody wrong. ain't down for the cause, me. I got three pairs of Hardens, and all three of them bitches made in China. Well, my thing is you don't have to say anything. You know, silence well, is something you can take. Like, shut the fuck up. Why do you have to say anything? LeBron going to be silent when he go over there? Oh, we about to find out. Yeah. Now, I guarantee you LeBron ain't going to be silent. Ain't shit you can tell LeBron right now. He can do whatever he wants. And I love the fact that Silver and the NBA are backing him up because they could, they, he could be fired. I think if they fire him right now, he could sue them. Like, I have freedom of speech. Fuck wrong with y'all. Yeah, they can't fire him for that. Yeah. What he said it wasn't even crazy. It was just like stand up for it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like nothing crazy. Fuck Chinese people. Yeah, it was just Fuck like. Christ. Yeah, he ain't do no, no racist, nothing. He was just saying, I stand with you in solidarity. And everybody deserves freedom of speech and freedom of, of democracy. You should be able to say what you want. Yeah. Unless and I love, and I'll leave this on my I love orange chicken. But that's some bullshit that they can go out their way and make it so that you can't watch Winnie the Pooh just because he was a meme. It's a fat nigga thing now. I've already figured it out. Now it's a fat nigga thing. This is about fat niggas. I love chicken. That's what he preface. <laughs> Moving on. So quickly now. We talk, did y'all see Zion Dunk? Yeah. Did I see Zion Dunk? Yes. Did y'all get Zion Dunk? I got hype. I think I heard it was it. a regular ass dunk. It was a regular ass dunk to me. And I think people are impressed because he's 19. I don't know. But it was it's the hype machine. Yeah, it was it's cool. Machine. It's about driving ratings. It's about making people pay attention to 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 Peloton teams. Like I said, that was a regular dunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he jumped. In the NBA. LeBron dunked all somebody. And that's why I said maybe. You know when he cocked back like this. Yeah, LeBron. But he ain't dunk. That wasn't a regular ass dunk. Was it like? But I'm saying the NBA. Dunk I ever seen? Uh, huh? What are you talking about? In Just NBA? He jumped. Is that what you're talking about? He jumped high shit. A lot of dudes. He's probably like three other dudes in the whole league that can do that shit. 
Nah. You're probably right, but you showed me a one-minute clip of Derrick Rose this weekend, and none of them, none of them dunks was worse than the dunk that Zion did. I'm not saying it's the greatest dunk of all time. I'm just saying it wasn't a regular ass dunk, like. It was a regular ass. I'm in the NBA and I'm unguarded dunk. Jump high as fuck, and here's a cockback dunk. It, it was cool. I've seen him do it in college. I saw him do that in high school. It's a it's a regular ass NBA fast break dunk. He just happened to not be on a fast break. Yeah. Exactly. He wasn't on a fast break. Well, you know what? We'll see. I, I anticipate seeing. I'm not, I'm not like. I anticipate seeing several of those dunks, Brent. I anticipate seeing several of him jumping. There's nothing about his athleticism that is in question. Uh, He can do dunks great. How many he score? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. It's preseason, so he's not going to get a lot of minutes. It's not volume shooting. Like, you're just getting in the flow of it. I just don't want people trying to act like, that dunk is like, oh my God, this is the world is shattered. And that's what it seems like people are acting like. And this to me, oh, no, I'm not saying it's that level dunk. The world shattered, Brent. No, I'm just saying that wasn't a regular ass dunk. Like for that's him. The 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 media, what I what I've learned over the years is that we need things to drive clicks, ratings, viewers talking points, conversation, and what what's gonna get the NBA all excited outside of LeBron and Harden and Westbrook outside of Zion. They need that. They need to build that next generation. And that's all that was. I mean, I'll be shocked if Zion averaged 17 points a game. Me too. And speaking of that hype, yeah, uh, LeBron and AD did take the court, beat the Warriors. Brent, you're used to that uh, feeling. It's going to happen a lot. This is <laughs> We're not going to go into it any further because I know we got to keep the show going. Uh <laughs> I will, say, I will say, did y'all see Marcus Morris bopped, uh, what's his name, Justin Anderson? Did y'all see that? Yeah, Justin Anderson, a whole ho. A whole ho out here. How you know? Ho, ho, ho. He, first of all, he swept through on the elbow. Did you see that sweep through elbow? Uh, and my thing is this. I do, when I play basketball, I do that all the time to clear out my space. That's how you get some out of your space. All right. Cool. I'm gonna be mad that it happened, but I ain't tripping because I've done that to people before. But when you immediately follow that up with ball can be on the head with the ball, I'm fighting you right there, right then and fucking there. Me and you is wrecking, bro. And I'm swinging on sight if a nigga do me like that. And then get it. What's supposed your money ain't set up like that? You ain't supposed to be thinking about your money when a nigga already cleared you out. Caught you, bam! All right, got me, and then bop. No, I ain't even. No, I ain't worried about my money at this point because you ain't even gonna accept. I'll see you outside. You ain't even. My brain don't work. I'm leaving that. I'm leaving that game with a contract from UFC. Listen, I don't even. I didn't even see this incident, but hearing the description, getting hit in the face twice in a matter of seconds. Yes. Like, Aiden can hit me with a ball in the face, and I got to check myself, like, oh, that's my son. Relax. Like, <laughs> no, if you get hit in your right. face, you automatically just have, a, like, a like a rage reaction. It's just natural. Bruh, so, Brent, you ain't see it. He caught the ball. He had it right here. And because uh was playing tight D up on him, so he swung his elbow through to get space and oh. elbowed him in the face. Like, Did hit it? him in the front. All the way in right? the face. I'm talking about in clean. The face. 
out. And he just stayed in the defensive And the refs didn't blow the whistle, so it was still, like, part of the game. So he was like, all right, cool. All right, we playing like that. All right, all right, whatever. Then, for no reason, this nigga Morris grabbed the ball, still had the ball, and just boop, boxed him on top of the head <laughs> with the ball. He popped him. <laughs> I saw that part. But I'm, just saying, I'm saying, in the middle of the game, somebody do that to me, I'm going to be hot. Yes. We're fighting. What are you talking? I know hot. One of us leaves uh, here any reaction, right now. If it, I will completely understand if he started throwing haymakers at that man immediately. Speaking of haymakers, um, we're going to go into the week five review. Uh, the Packers threw a sick haymaker at the Cowboys. Mm. Uh, Brent, we both uh, got this pick, right? Yeah. You picked the, you picked the Packers, right, Brent? I want to be clear. Yeah. It was a dope game. I, it, it, it didn't go as I, as, as I thought. I thought the Cowboys would put up a better fight. And what the one thing that people are arguing right now still is Dak's numbers. And, and you know, people just don't understand garbage minutes and, and garbage stats in football. Um, Omar, you watched the game. What did you think of Dak? You know, he's got all these great numbers. His QBR is still incredible. Uh, what did you think of the numbers versus the outcome of the game? The outcome of the game, I, you know, people are piling up on, Zach, on Dak because his team is struggling. Like, he's lost pieces of his offensive line. Shit is not going to be the same. And the problem is he's not the level of quarterback that can elevate a above-average team and keep them up there in title contending status. And that's a lot of pressure. But the problem he has is that he didn't take $30 million when it was on the table holding out for $40 million. And when he comes into the equation, everybody can't – everybody – everybody. oh, that don't look like no $40 million quarterback. And he's going to have to deal with that scrutiny all season until they franchise tag him, which is what they're eventually going to do, and then force him to play another season or in a pay-for-play kind of situation. AJ, you were shaking your head. No, what was that about? Uh, Dak, uh, he is just a, another guy to me. Like, he's just a guy that you have as a quarterback that with the right team around him, you might be able to make a run. But he's never going to be the reason. You can, he's never going to be the reason why you win a Super Bowl or why you win a playoff game, ever. He's never that going to be that guy. If Aaron Rodgers comes into Dallas again in the postseason, Aaron Rodgers is going to win that game himself just like he did last time. That's what he does because he's elite. Tom Brady can do that. Phillip Rivers is a guy that can do that. He just has a, he's had a notorious stretch of bum teams around him. Drew Brees can do that. There are guys that can do it. Russell Wilson can do it. But Dak is not that, bro. And Dak – that okay. ends up like even and I we were talking about this at your house. It was I don't even that first pick I don't even put on him. That ball hit Amari Cooper in the hands. Both we're not going Boom, there. Right we're not going there, AJ. We ain't going there. I'm not <laughs> going to argue about that. We argue about that. The the point of this entire situation is this: Dak Prescott is a liability right now, and in my opinion, he's in a liability because, in my opinion. He might be in trouble since he didn't take that $3 million if he does not continue the run of what people are expecting him to do. I don't think he's in trouble. This is how you know he's a liability. 
If you replace Dak with half of the quarterbacks in the league, you'll probably have the same team. If not, depending on who the quarterback is, better. If you replace is if you replace Ezekiel Elliott with half the running backs in the league, your team is drastically worse. I'm not debating any of the facts I've stated on Dak. Is he an elite quarterback? I don't think so. Is he decently good? He can win some games. But the, when it comes to the money, he's a starting quarterback for the Cowboys. They're going to pay him. No, he's going to get paid, but we're talking about the top, top pay. He wants the highest. He wants above Russell Wilson. He wants above. Uh, this is what I'm thinking. No, he's, he shouldn't get that. But this that's, what what he, that's what he wants. Well, Anna used to say people are hell on ice water. Which is yeah, I, I think he <laughs> he's going to get paid. All quarterbacks get paid. We're talking exactly. about we're talking about where if, that's that's what we're comparing. He's a top fifteen quarterback. Yeah. He is a top. He's arguably a top fifteen quarterback. Top yeah. fifteen quarterbacks today make thirty five million dollars a year. Yeah. I yeah. said it was a good decision. It was a good decision because he's going to make more than whatever that contract paid. Possibly, possibly, unless that also offensive line that keeps getting banged up gets him fucked up, and then what? I mean, yeah, that is a gamble. Keep that in mind. Buck Saints, um, Brent, we got this wrong. Uh, but both of us chose the Bucks win this game, and honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. The reason that I chose uh, the Bucks is because I was just like the Saints can't they they can't keep winning. It was like a just a draw. And uh, the Saints came and smacked them around. Uh, Grant was already like, I was shocked that, at the way uh, Jameis played uh, this time. And Brent, were you surprised? No, I was not. <laughs> I was not surprised at all. I mean, like, not not saying uh, he can't have good games, but like, he, he is what he is. This is fifth year in the league, right? Am I right? Fifth year or fourth year? Uh, yeah, this is fifth year contract. Yeah, this is fifth year. Like in your fifth year, you you're pretty much what you are. And like Jameis gonna have some good games. He can do some good things. He's, he was a first round pick for a reason. He's talented, but he's not all of a sudden gonna be become Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or or just Lee. He's not gonna become that guy. He's gonna be Jameis Winston. And like. It's going to be games where he does great things, and it's going to be games where it's like, oh, okay. It's Brent, is he a top 15 quarterback in the league? Uh, I would say no. It's tough right now to say that. I don't know. It, oh. I think this year he proves whether he's at the top 15 or the bottom 15. This is a big year for him. He, yeah. got a, he did a couple things in the game that I even joked and said, like, it was a couple times where – Oh, Jam- like Jameis would try something, and he did. He threw the ball out of bounds, and I was joking, like saying, "Oh, Jameis, Jameis got quitting him now. He never had no quitting him. He was throwing the ball, looking at the lights. Now he's throwing the ball out of bounds and stuff." So, but in his defense, he was doing that when he was when he was down and out, and you know, like panic had set in for the most part. Hey, welcome back, AJ. Uh, we move on to 49ers Browns. Uh, I picked the 49ers to clobber the Browns, and that's kind of what happened. Um, the Browns should the Browns be hitting the panic button right now? AJ, welcome back. You can see me, right? Yes. Yeah. You hear me? Yes. All right, because I can't. Yeah, I can't see none of y'all. So as long as you can see me, I don't care. But 
the Browns should not be hitting the panic button because they're the Browns and they are who we thought they were. <laughs> they got they got too much talent to be playing at the level of football that they're playing right now. But the talent doesn't matter if your quarterback isn't isn't. Remember, I kept telling you this, Omar. It doesn't matter which receivers you got, what running backs you got, anything you got. If your quarterback isn't doing what he's supposed to do, you're gonna fail. I know. I mean, I, I cover the Dolphins. Um, that's. that's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but. What the fuck do, my nigga? You've been talking for a long time, so you the main nigga to know. I, I'm, I'm a master at mediocre quarterback play. I can spot that shit from a mile away. Like, like and, But Baker Mayfield should be playing way better than he is right now at this level, second year experience. Maybe they need to simplify some things for him. Uh, it's just not – he's just not processing fast enough. And I think uh, what I feared about that team is that there's a lot of egos on that team. A lot, a lot of egos. Over yet, though. In their defense, no egos have truly. No, they haven't. It hasn't. It hasn't reached to the. It hasn't reached to the pinnacle where it's. It's it, the boiling point yet. It's, it ain't get to the boiling point yet, but you can sense a lot of people feel the pressure of it getting to the boiling point right now. I mean, well, I thought that Odell fumbled that that punt that he was going to lose it on the sideline because that's you know you know in his fashion, but he didn't do it. That- but uh, when, when Richard Sherman talked about uh, Baker Mayfield refusing to shake their players' hands before the game, they found that as kind of disrespect. And it's just Which was like, proven as false, by the way. It's false. Yeah. So is there video of him? There's video of, of him shaking hands with them. Uh, well, so maybe it was just Richard Sherman's hand that he refused to shake. Because it looked like he shook his hand, too. He went out of his way to say this – this motherfucker did not would not shake my hand before the game, and that's some college bullshit. And that kind of he said that kind of put a battery in their back, and why they really wanted to fuck him up during the game because he wouldn't shake their his hand. Richard Sherman, you know, I don't know who he did shake or who didn't, but he didn't shake Richard Sherman's hand, and he made it known to some of the other players on the team, and they was a little pissed off and felt the way about. It. I saw master me- manipulator Sherman. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a video of him, them, of, of, it has Baker's back to it, so you don't know if the hands made contact, but, you know. The player did say he slapped at his hand. Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. All right, okay. I, I could, like, what's up? Like, huh. Okay, yeah, we ain't shaking. We Okay, that I can see that happening. Because he, you could clearly see his hand move, so he probably did hand shake it. It was just like, yeah. I ain't Bullshit. Okay, all right, that's disrespectful. These niggas got the got the dumbest shit to be worried about, bro. I think I, I don't give I mean, a flying hey, fuck listen. if another if a if a dude who I literally have the opportunity to slam him on his skull decides he don't want to take shake my hand. That's the risk he's taking. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's See, not me at all. I don't care. I, I agree with y'all, but I think the NFL has been watered down. We need more. WWE wrestling style beefs like with Chad Ochocinco would create his list and go of wide receivers talking shit during the media. Like NFL has gotten so watered down. Nobody will say Man, shit. we could have had that. We could have had that if Bruce Allen wasn't so shitty at his job. 
Okay, great segue, AJ. Thank you for segue. Yes, a look ahead, and this is our pick If you got your pens and your paper, AJ, you're just going to say yours because you don't have We just keep losing AJ. But the most important game of the week, of week six, is easily, and I'm not joking, this is absolutely the most important game of the week, and it is the Redskins versus the Dolphins. This is for the tank of all tanks. If either one of these teams lose, tank ball one, tank ball one, baby. If, if one of these teams win this game, they are risking that number one draft pick, and we both we know that they both want to lose. So right, I'm gonna write mine down. AJ, go ahead and say who yours is. You got pen and paper, and then tell us why you picked who you picked, and the rest of us write your answer down if you haven't already. Go ahead, AJ. Uh, I'm I'm picking the Dolphins because they're at home, and that's the reason. Like. They're both really bad teams. I want to go on record in saying that Jay Gruden is is Jay Gruden is my favorite head coach that I ever had because he's a real ass dude. Like he's a cool ass coach. I wish him the best. They I feel bad for him in this situation, but I'm picking the Dolphins because in the NFL, yeah, the Redskins are a better team, but they're both don't have wins. And you have, sometimes the Dolphins, NFL, you have the Dolphins winning the game or losing the game? Winning the game. The Dolphins. Okay, I got the Redskins winning the game. And the reason that I have the Redskins winning the game is because the Dolphins have done the ultimate. They have gone way too far. I got them. I swear to God, if this game looks like it's even remotely close, I wouldn't put it past the Dolphins to trip Rosen or make them fall or something so they can put somebody else in at quarterback to lose this goddamn game because they are in on the – and they, they, they have proven to me that they this going to be the tank of all tanks, goddamn it, even if they only got uh, 22 minutes on the roster and everybody got to play special teams, they will get it done. Listen, let me get my pick, go, let me get my pick in. I'm picking a Redskins win. I don't know if y'all can see it. Gotcha. And the reason I'm picking the Redskins win is because you can't fuck this up. You don't come too far to fuck this up. And if it means we're going to be experimenting with the O-line and trying other people in other positions, if it means for a rookie is going to be in there as a nickel cornerback, last week they sat three starters because, you know what, they could use an extra week to get healthy. And, God damn it, you're going to have to do some shit to make sure – Ensure that you do not win this game. Otherwise, everything you've done this year is a waste. Right. I got the skins. And the reason I got the skins is because you're not going to outbum the Dolphins in the bumble. It's not going to happen. And that's the only reason I got it. <laughs> AJ, you're the only one that got the Dolphins, bro. Man. Hey. We gonna find out. I just don't wish. I just don't wish any success for Bruce Allen. So I hope that they lose. That's where I feel like your pick is coming from. It's not. Com- it's coming from that right there. No, yeah. you want the Redskins to win if you don't want success for Bruce Allen. You want the Redskins to win because the loser is the winner. That's the complexity of this game. The loser is the winner. Yeah, you flipped it. <laughs> nope. Because I hope the Redskins go 0-16 and Bruce Allen live on an island that he brought, bought with all the money that Dan Snyder wasted on him. Sick. With a whole bunch of joints and 21-year-old white girls. <laughs> Next very important game this week, the Bucks versus the Panthers. The reason I, I picked this game is because, in my opinion, one of these two teams could potentially 
in the division if things work out for them. I mean, the Saints are my winner of the division, but if anything should go awry, I think the Panthers and the Bucks have a have an opportunity this year while the Falcons are tripping. We're going to talk about them later. So I want you guys to pick Brent. I want you to go first. Tell me who you pick, Bucks versus Panthers, and why. Panthers. And why? Because I believed in the Bucks for the very last time. That's pretty much why. I picked the Bucks last week. Uh, it went against my gut to pick them. And I'm not going to do it again. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I believe uh, McCaffrey, their quarterback, actually can do a drop back pass. And they should, uh, they should, they should come out with a win that night. Omar, who you got? I got Panthers winning. Uh, can you see it? Can you see it? Yep. Okay. I'll create it for you. Um, I think the Panthers, even though they're playing without Cam Newton, they're showing you that they are a good team and have a good back in McCaffrey, and they can have a good defense, and they can sustain success. The uh, Even though I love Bruce Arians, there's no reliability with, with, the, with the Bucks. Uh AJ, who are you picking? Uh, so uh, I have a question for Brent first. Brent, when you said that the Bucks. I mean, the Panthers have a quarterback that can do a throw a drop, do a drop back pass. Was that shade on Cam or was that shade on Jameis? I already know the answer to this. Go ahead. Uh, it was. It was. It was. Shay I don't think you're gonna lie. Go ahead, Brent. It was shade. It was Cam. I knew it. That's how the Bucks beat him because Cam he couldn't do what he normally do, which is run, and they just made him drop back pass, and it wasn't working for him. His arm ain't right. Here's what's going to happen. Panthers are going to win this game. Correct. I also think Panthers win the game. And the Panthers are going to keep winning games they shouldn't win, and then that quarterback's going to show who he really is right around the time that Cam's back healthy, and they're going to be in a playoff run again, and Cam's going to get the Panthers in the playoffs again, and then everybody's going to be back on the Cam bandwagon. He ain't healthy. That arm ain't right. And until he can prove that that arm is right, I think this is Liz Frank is a good excuse for the fact that he got a busted shoulder and can't throw the football. I'm not, I'm not against He's pushing the ball. Healthy Cam should be a starter and he is a problem. But if he's not healthy, you lose to the Bucks. That's it. Hmm. Uh, next game, uh, Eagles Vikings. I chose this game because. It's a it's an NFC um, it's a big game for the Eagles because it could actually uh, keep them tied with the Cowboys if they win uh, for the division title and everything. But also the Vikings are really they're showing that they can play. They're, they've been improving and doing really good this year. I think this is a great challenge for both teams to see exactly where they stand in the NFC. Uh, Omar, who you got? You ain't even let me finish writing it down. I was. I'm just trying to get let everybody go first at different times. Who you got? Vikings. And the reason, they've got too much talent to be playing like a mediocre team. I mean, when you've got the running game that you've got with Cook and you've got those two stud wide receivers, and I understand what people think about Kirk Cousins, but they got a good offensive line. They got a hell of a defense, a hell of a defensive front, two good cornerbacks. You should not be playing to the level of your competition every week. And I, I believe that – they're more talented than they've shown so far. AJ, who you got? The Vikes. 
Oh, is this the Vikings? Play on the team. Uh, Steph, my little homie. A, B. Uh, I think that they're just all around better team. Um, Nick Foles not walking back through that door in uh, Philly, <laughs> and I feel like that Carson Wentz has fallen off. I genuinely feel as if he is not who we thought he was going to be two years ago, um, and I think that he's plateaued. And I think that when you have a plateaued quarterback going against a better team, that the better team is going to win. So I'm picking the Vikings. Brent, who you got? Eagles. Philly. Philly, stand up, Brent. Stand <laughs> the fuck up, Philly. This is it for your hood, Brent. White, what's yeah. up? Well, I got it because the Vikings' whole thing now is running the ball. The Eagles, if they do anything well right now, is stop the run. And they got a D coordinator, Swartz, who I respect a lot, that has a real good talent in making iffy quarterbacks look even more iffy. And right now, oh boy, is looking a little <laughs> And that's my pick. Valid, Brent. I'm going with the Vikings for exactly what Brent Grimes just said, but also because the Eagles secondary is the weakest link on the entire team, and I can see Stephon Diggs dog walking that. <laughs> and if they get, if we could, if if we could just get this nigga who's what he got eighty four million, if we could just get him to throw a couple of bombs, it's gonna be over with. And and is I think the Eagles are a great team as well. I I, I know what you say about the coordinator Brent. I know you respect them a lot, but that secondary. Is a liability, and what you Miko don't. Miko out here dropping hints. Miko out here dropping hints. What you don't want is feeling, and now Diggs back on board after the win. They all kind of cool. Remember, they was talking shit about the nigga at first, and now you know they winning. Things are going good, and I feel like you know he's gonna throw a couple bombs, and that's gonna be really bad for Philly. Is Deshaun Jackson isn't back? Also, it's is a problem it's for the Eagles. So I got the right. You're solo on that one, beloved. Last one, 49ers versus the Rams. Now, we all witnessed the 49ers smack the bullshit out of the Browns last night. Uh, I'm a Rams fan. I am terrified uh, of this game. This used to be a cute little rivalry back in the day. Uh, It's no longer because the 49ers haven't been really great in a long time. The Rams was at the Super Bowl last year. But right now, we look like bullshit. Uh, especially if our if Todd Gurley isn't playing, things just aren't working out, putting too much on Goff's shoulders. I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all, fuck all of you, I got the 49ers. What? 49ers as a Rams fan? Okay, yes. Okay, I respect the fuck out of that defense. I'm nervous. What? They, 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 they ball on every fucking phase of the game, special teams, defense. Garofalo is not getting in the way. They have a great running game. Remember I kept telling you, Brent, where the fuck, what happened to Coleman, the nigga that played for the Falcons? I couldn't find him. This nigga is on the 49ers roster up whooping ass. And I saw Richard Sherman jump way higher than I've seen him jump since the Achilles injury. So I don't know if it just took him a couple of years to to get his leg right, but he looked like he was all right because I would never trust him in the secondary after what I saw that last year. But this year, he's like a different nigga, and, and, and Quan is on the team. 49ers, fuck all of you, by the way, but I got 49ers. AJ. I have been known to say this before. 
ain't from Missouri, but you got to show me, dog. So because of that, I'm picking the St. Louis Rams to win. <laughs> because I know the Rams are good. I know it. I know that. You know that. 49ers very well could be catfish. Every year, there's a team that starts hot that ends up being catfish. Every single year. Yeah. So, <laughs> if, the, if the 49ers are... Well, that was sorry. Like- if the 49ers, if the 49ers really are real, if they're really real, they'll win this game. And if they're not, I'll be right. Omar, what you got? I agree with AJ. I'm going with the Rams because I, 49 is going to have to prove to me they real because I think they catfish. I think it, I think it's some girl on Instagram that you know all she's showing you is the the, the little screen pictures with her, you know, the aerial shot where. She showing you this, and then all of a sudden you see her in person. She two hundred pounds. I just can't. I, I can't ride with it. I just can't. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, these are fair. These are fair. I, I can understand that. You got. You kept saying to me last week you didn't pick the 49ers to win the game because you hadn't actually seen them play. You finally got to see them play last night. Who are you picking? 49ers. And why? And it's not so much because – well, the 49ers did show me some things. The D-line showed me some good things. They ran the ball. But really, I'm just really skeptical of the Rams right now. And golf and, and the running game, the stuff that they were getting so easily, just scoring 30 easily every game last year, that shit ain't flying for them this year. And it's looking real tough for golf. He's starting to look like he's just an okay guy. For, for the beginning of last year, he was looking like the man. So that's that's really why you know the Niners got real good defense. They're gonna pre- uh, present problems for them, and that's why I'm going with the 49ers. Valley, I appreciate you riding with me, but against me, uh, Brent. That was like a with against type of situation. Yeah, he only picked the 49ers because he thought you was gonna pick the Rams. Oh, just trying to put it there. Look at him, scumbag. Anyways, last last uh, last segment of the podcast is called Q and A. We're gonna get. I know you guys gotta leave soon, but we're gonna get through this really quick. Who is the best winless team right now? The Dolphins, the Redskins, the Bengals, or the Jets? Quickly, Brent. Dolphins. Dolphins are the best. Yeah, because they're they're the best at not winning. So they're the best winless. <laughs> Should be the best team because now they get their quarterback back from Mono. You know, Adam Gates, he's a competent coach. Now, I, Omar, huh? I can't believe you can say that after he was in the wait. The confident wait, competent, competent. Wait, hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I'm waiting. Wait, Sam Donald ain't been playing because he had Mono. Yeah. What is this nigga, 14? No, bruh, no, you know, Mono is serious. It's kind of like adults getting chicken pox. Like, it's a death. Yeah, I had Mono when I was in high school. Well, it's a strong. You out here tugging down these dirty bitches? No, it's, I think it's from eating meat, bruh. I think if you eat meat. You eat no, meat. 
him. No, <laughs> no, good try. No, not a chance. No, you get mononucleosis got, from saliva got, and got, saliva no, alone. The saliva from the cow that he ate had no. Nope. Uh, 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 I ain't having it. Nope, not uh uh. Nope. Uh, uh, nope, uh, not a chance. His spleen could erupt. Yeah, yeah. From yeah, the I have that. This is a whole nother I got mono. I was yeah. in high school, I got mono because I drank a Gatorade in school after a nigga that had mono. Yeah, you're disgusting, by the way. I had and, and I, I had to, I literally missed the first two weeks when I got to the University of Maryland, I missed the first two weeks of summer workouts while I was there because my spleen had to go down to a regular size first. Well, so then you know why the nigga really was a player. You can't get hit when your spleen is, is uh, Oh, no. I, I think they rushing him back because I know I had mono at my freshman year in high school, or freshman year in college, and that shit took me like three weeks to just actually go to class much less play a sport. And me personally, I wouldn't look in the way they look. I would be like, okay. <laughs> 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 they might get your replacement at quarterback if they keep losing. Uh, My shit is still uh, hurting. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. I, don't I think I got the black lung, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you pull that Jalen Jay, Jay Ramsey, huh? Yeah. Man, you know, I, I'm tired today for real. You know what I'm saying? Next question. Brent, I want you to answer this first. What the fuck is wrong with the Falcons? Oh, man. I know the answer. Their defense. Um, I feel like they, they built their team a little – I think they built their team wrong. Like, their D-line is small as hell. Like, they got some fast people, but they're just small as hell. They can't stop anything. And they're just hoping that Matt Ryan and Julio win all their games for them. And it's just not happening. You was right when you said they built their team wrong. They built it around Matt Ryan. That's the problem. Oh, God. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. What's wrong with Matt Ryan? He went to the Super Bowl, AJ. Top 15. If I said it one time, I've said it a thousand times. I have no respect for any quarterback who can be up 25 points in the Super Bowl and lose. When every single play that your offensive coordinator calls in the huddle where he says, let's run, let's throw the ball again on first down, you can say, check, check, leopard, 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 and run the ball to the left. You can do that every play. You're in the Super Bowl, you're up 25, my nigga. You run the ball. You should. He should have disobeyed his coaches. And yep. Did what real niggas do. Yep. Maybe he Ask Brett Favre. When Brett Favre beat the Patriots, when Brett Favre beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, he the first touchdown pass he threw to Antonio Freeman wasn't even a play in their playbook. Yeah, you're right. He literally looked at Antonio and was like, "Hey, bro, go ahead and do that." Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what good quarterbacks do. Well, keep it real. We all know that. Atlanta sports teams or have some type of curse on them anyway. So that not the soccer team, though. Right, not the soccer team. They won a chip last year. Yeah, they. Tr that's their only hope. Well, we all know this in, in, in the NFL. You only go as far as your quarterback goes. Um, it doesn't matter. They have incredible weapons. They have, you know, a great good running back, in my opinion. They have great receivers. They got good tight ends. But – I don't care if their defense is trash. Matt Ryan has got to carry this team. 
and he has to put them on his shoulders. And if they're not scoring points, and, and that's one thing, but they're, when they're scoring points like the last game and the defense is giving up, then you, can, you, you can't just throw that, those losses on his shoulder. But the games where they're not scoring and not being productive, they're his fault. I mean, I agree with you. I'm not saying every loss is his fault, but I cannot build a team around a nigga that can't hold a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl. I think the problem also, they don't, like I said, with the lines are messed up, and he is not mobile, so you can't be messed up in the lines with an unmobile quarterback. Brent, when was the last time you played quarterback, bro? Uh, when I used to play for a neighborhood team just fucking around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I played quarterback in sixth grade. Both of us played in the NFL, and I guarantee – if we had a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl in the third quarter, neither one of us would have lost that fucking game, dog. Jesus. Okay, last question. Top three MVP candidates in any order. AJ, go first. You talking about football or basketball? Football. God damn it, this is football and friends. I thought we were doing a preseason thing. I didn't know. Oh, no, no, this is early MVP candidates. Just give me three quick ones. Um, Number one, you got to go with, with Mahomes. You have to. Uh-huh. Uh, n- number two, even though they looking like catfish, cur- to me, Garoppolo has the 49ers undefeated, so you got to give him his props. Okay. And, and number three, uh, Thomas Brady born in a major. Oh. <laughs> who, who, who obviously, let's be real, Thomas Brady born in the manger is going to probably be the MVP this year. Possibly. Here's my MVPs uh, right now. I've got Mahomes, McCaffrey, and Tom Brady. Uh, McCaffrey should be obvious. The nigga's on track to break all kind of records. He's doing a great job. It's early, and if the MVP was given out right now, he would have it, in my opinion. Straight up. The nigga is balling, literally carrying the team. Over 500 yards rushing, 250 carrying, uh, doing it all. Uh, Cam is not here, and they got a backup in. And these two motherfuckers are carrying the team, and he's a big part of the reason for it. I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say, why that won't happen is because he's running back. But then no, I realized it happened. I'm saying right now. No, no, no. I was just saying. Then I realized the reason why that don't equate is because he's a white running back, so he's on the same. Boom. <laughs> you get all the same quarterback privileges. Omar, who you got? I, I, I actually have McCaffrey my top three. Um, I'm going to take him out because you had a man and gave him the props that he deserves. And, and I'm going to put Aaron Donald as my third because I haven't seen a defensive player wreck a game like he's been wrecking a game in a long while. Mahomes is number two. And then the GOAT, Tom Brady, got to put him number one. And until you take them down – uh, you got to take the crown from him. I put Tom Brady at number three because I, uh, Tom is a liability. His entire body, outside of his arm and his brain, is a liability. You got him. <laughs> he hasn't played a single team yet that's going to actually pressure him and make him cr- – you know, Tom Brady's not taking any hits. He's going to fall over into the fetal position if anyone should get close. And uh, that – I don't like that. That doesn't mean he can't win the MVP, though, because he's proven – that as long as his arm is working and his brain is working, he's going to... As long as his shit like this, yeah. he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to see them play against somebody with a great defensive front and see if he's capable. Because I think that if you get to Tom Brady, you get to the Patriots and you win the game. All it takes mm-hmm. is one good hit. I've been saying that for years. And unfortunately, it's been like six years. 
and one good hit, you ain't going to hit him. Because he's going to go down for sure. He's going to curl he up. Said, he said, hike, out, hike, Boom, ball gone. Hike, out. One of my favorite things to do in this job is to ask players who stop giving a fuck, like, what's it like to play Tom Brady? And they all say it's like a helpless feeling. Like, no matter what you call, he know it. No matter what you what you do, he going to see it. Like, and he going to pick it apart. You really catch him slipping, and that's why he's able to still play and not have an athletic bone in his goddamn body. Brent Grimes, who you got in your top three for this week? Uh, uh, Mahomes. Uh-huh. Russell Wilson. And Great pick. I can't believe none of y'all picked Russell Wilson because he's fucking balling right now. He is. I put I put McCaffrey over him, and that was. I mean, utmost respect for born in the manger. You know I got it, but realistically, like Russell, their defense giving up like three points a game right now for the uh, Patriots. Tom Brady is being Tom Brady, but no, it's not typical. You've seen Tom Brady do some more MVP shit than this. Russell Wilson is fucking balling. Yeah, you I meet ran off the stats from McCaffrey, and you don't gotta say shit for Mahomes. He's like a video game right now. Last game he had an off night. That was that was an off night. But other than that, it's like his his numbers are ridiculous. So well, you guys, great show. I got us out of here at 420. Ooh, time to roll up. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, AJ. I appreciate you, Omar. I appreciate you, Greg Grimes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. My friends. And I will talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace. And that was episode 185 of the iHeartMiko podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone on youtube if you are listening to this and you are not watching it on youtube you are missing out i have an incredible editor uh reggie simon simon vision media who does some great things with these videos i love you listening because i really get the credit for the actual listens i don't know how to equate youtube listens just yet but i would love to build my youtube page so if you guys could please start to watch these videos on my youtube channel they can find, be found at iHeartMiko podcast on youtube uh another reminder my live show is october 26th here in miami uh 8 p.m go to iheartmikolive.com and before i get out of here let me say a very very happy birthday to my friend alicia in texas by way of cincinnati right now i appreciate you you are a gem in my life and i love you and i love my listeners i appreciate all of you guys and i will see you next week i'll be on that paper chase my ex should have been my ex before i ever saved the date every single day last year at least i made a k all my bags real that's how we know that your bays are fake yeah they say the best things in life are free and that's why your marriage license is a sign defeat my ex took half my bread like low-carb dieting i was rioting how the judge divides my things how goddamn big you gonna slice a piece of the pie that i baked from all my ingredients man i hate a greedy bitch do i need a drink no i need a fifth funny how the people that need it less be the neediest just because you see me on your tv it doesn't necessarily mean we set so no more free features i need a check 
Plus, I need a share of the streams we get. Brood has been the scenicest. Kanye was a genius. Then he sold out quicker than a Black Friday TV set. Damn. Shout out to Puerto Rican Genie and all my family at the castle, Mike Busey and Little Cass. I can feel a little in my chest when I think about my mom passing on at 46. I was on national TV, thought I was peaking. Then I got a call, my mom wasn't breathing. I couldn't believe it, still really grieving. Cause I ignored a call the previous weekend. And frankly, I'm still feeling like a demon. Uh, from coding overdose, she's permanently comatose. Since that day, my sister's like a boat. I'm trying to keep afloat. My grandfather died a couple months after. Had to act like it ain't bother me like SAG Astra. Man, my life was a disaster, so I had to heal faster. If you're asking, I've learned more from trappers than pastors. I learned from rappers that I gotta keep my masters or I'll have a master. Damn. Cause 40 acres and a mule isn't what I'm after. But 40 acres and a pool, we can talk about it. I got a big ass backyard and never walk around it. And still pay Jose every month to keep my garden rounded. And that's not racist, his real name is Jose. And if you ain't paying him cash, he gonna tell you no way. When I spit, I be flowing so great. And ain't a nigga on earth breathing air that can tell me I ain't the best rapper alive. I can feel it inside. Every week, Frank Style Friday just fills me with pride. Cause I body beats better than whose song it is That goes for J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Lamar, and Wiz 2 Chains, Logic, Wayne, J and M and M Travis Scott, Future Thug, Gunna Baby and them Bossy Boss and Nas, Meek Mill and Ross I love you all but recognize the God And any nigga out there that think I might be wrong Bet your career by giving me 16 on your song that's exactly what I thought so long. Man, this reggae beat cranking, so I guess I'm Ray Gun. That's exactly what I thought so long. Man, this reggae beat cranking, so I guess I'm Ray Gun. I love you.